Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in his word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at One Love underscore One Faith. Hey, yo, what's up? Episode 12. Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Camille. And I'm Arinthia. And we're so glad that you've joined us again. Episode 12. Episode 12. Yeah. We're getting into the double digits. It's crazy. My mom was like, you guys are rolling them out like mad, like fast. I'm like, because we bought their life. (laughs) We bought the Lord's business. (laughs) We okay. said weekly. We, we said, said weekly. weekly. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it. So before we get into things for today, I wanted yeah. to add something from a listener. A very yep. dear listener uh, made a comment on our trust issues episode, episode yeah. number 11, last episode. Mm-hmm. And they they mentioned that something that we glossed over was that cheating. Um, when we talked about cheating within... Um, relationships and marriages saying you're sorry you know like we went through the steps of um of of once you decide to pursue it that you um that you're dedicated to that process and then we went through the steps of the process but that is so true you cannot gloss over simply saying you're sorry right and being sincere about it facts i mean last week we kind of assumed that mm-hmm. when you guys are working it out or when you have decided that you're going to work it out mm-hmm. that you know that you're supposed to say sorry in that process mm-hmm. but we can't assume in this day and age <laughs> we cannot assume so guys no we need to have said it i, I, I don't want to say guys because it's not specific to a certain gender but what mm-hmm. i'm saying is that if there is ever a problem or if infidelity is ever a problem in your marriage or in your mm-hmm. relationship, you should be saying sorry. Right. Right. And it should be sincere. And like we said, it's not a blame game. I'm right. sorry, but no, there's no but. You sorry. Right. Keep it pushing. Accept responsibility. Exactly. Be accountable. Exactly. And mean it. Ask for forgiveness. Yes. So it's episode 12. And you know it's the month of February still. Yeah. yeah. So we in the love zone. Still. Still. We dropping gems on you guys. Still. Yes. We, we promise to... to give you relationships. Right. All because, month long. Be- well, why? Because we want healthy, functional relationships out here. Yes. Because you we wanted do. it. You wanted more of it. Exactly. So we this is what do, we doing. We do. Now, we wanted to not neglect the between the lines, um, between the verses. Yes. Uh, Bible study. Right. Edition. Now, mm-hmm. this will not be like the regular exegesis type of um, <laughs> uh, between the lines. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different. Right. Right. But it does have a few things that we would like to highlight, especially about the dynamic of relationships yes. and what it should look like and what it shouldn't look like and how it can impact positively and negatively our lives and our decisions. Yes, so we're going to be using different Bible stories, reading between the verses um, to bring you different tips and points that we think are valuable as we're dating and and also pursuing marriage. Yes. But before we do that, let's talk about the Black Excellence Spotlight. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Who is it today? So today we are talking about Uh 
talking. A 23-year-old. Okay. Nicholas Johnson, who is out here doing big stuff because he is the first va- black valedictorian um, in uh, at Princeton okay. in the year in the school's 275 years of existence. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's a long time. But we see you, Nicholas. Okay, Nicholas. Yeah. So he um, at you know during his time at Princeton, he majored in operations research mm-hmm. and financial engineering. Show D. Mm-hmm. So he graduated in 2020. Yes. You dig? Yes. And now he is earning a doctorate in operational research at MIT. Yes. I thought it was interesting. Um, In school, he did his senior thesis on, um, he studied a preventative health intervention designed to curb the prevalence of obesity in Canada. So he's originally from Canada, Mm -hmm. you know. Yes. But we do have to mention that he's got Caribbean heritage. So I seasoning. Okay. A little bit of browning. Yes, his mother was raised in Jamaica and his dad is from the Bahamas. So, you know. We There's a lot of people involved. Canada can be proud, yeah, you know. Yeah, Princeton yeah. should be proud because it took a long time. About time we were waiting on you <laughs> at that doll. Yes, and Jamaica and the Bahamas, you can be proud too, okay? Yes, definitely. Yes, and of so course, Mr. because Johnson, we're proud of you. And of course, because he's so young. Like, he's 23 yeah. years he's old. Young. He is finished with his undergrad. Mm-hmm. He's going into our doc- his doctorate. At MIT. Dude is doing big stuff. Big stuff. So we see you. We see you, Nicholas. We see you. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That has been our Black Excellence Spotlight. Okay. Period. <laughs> okay, so it's crazy. All right, so. Okay. For today, mm-hmm. I wanted to start this off by asking a question. Because, okay. so I've heard this um, this statement, mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of get, like, your point of view on this statement. Okay, right? yeah. So I heard someone, someone said that, um, the person you marry, right, mm-hmm. that that is going to be the second most important decision you make in your life. The first is choosing, choosing the Lord as your personal savior. Oh, okay. But the second is who you will marry. That's, that's the second most important decision you make in your life. Wow. Do you agree with that statement? Ooh, I mean, I guess I won't debate about whether it should be number two or three, or, you know, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's in that top. Yeah, it's definitely in the top. I agree. I agree. You know, like you have following Christ, you have career, you know, all of these things are important, but your partner that affects so many areas of your life that it has to be important. Yeah, it it, it affects your finances. It affects, yeah, everyday life. Everything. Everything. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, so I agree with that. Facts. So because, so... When we talk about this and we talk mm-hmm. about, you know, our spouse being a person, a person who influences our lives in so many different areas. Yes. We wanted to jump into some Bible stories that depicts just that. Yes. You dig? Exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so because your partner influences your mindset, your actions, your yeah. worship, everything like that, we wanted to show what can happen when you yep. have someone who's negatively influencing that Mm -hmm. as your partner yeah as your as your spouse Mm -hmm. and what that can look like so we chose the bible story Mm -hmm. of ahab and jezebel Jezebel. okay now 
Guys, this can be found in First Kings um, 21, chapter 21. Right, the specific story we're talking about yes. is in chapter 21. But of course, the journey that Ahab and Jezebel go through is, um, you know, before and after this. Yes. Yeah, so, so let's yo, do a quick summary. Because, you know, we're not going to be able to go all the way in exactly. between the verses. Just a little touch on each of the relationships. Right. But right. to summarize, basically, Ahab is a king. Yep. And... You know, he was feeling some kind of way one day because he wanted a vineyard. Yeah. And the guy who... But also, too, remember... What? He married somebody who was yeah. not... Who was a foreigner and who is also someone who does not have the same beliefs because she's pagan. So she yes. worships idols outside of... Right. Yeah. Right. He's a king of Israel and he's with someone who is pagan. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And one day he's in his feelings, sitting on his throne sulking because um, he wanted a vineyard. Yeah, he wanted Naboth's vineyard. Who this guy was like? No, fam, this is for my children to right. come. Like this is got to stay in the fam, right? Exactly. And so he's in his feelings because you know he wanted the vineyard. And so when you read this story in King James Version, you might get the impression that Jezebel is like chill and laid chill. back about what's about to happen in the story, yeah. but she's definitely not. No, she walks up into the throne room and she's like, "Like, what's wrong with you?" Ain't and you he a- explains it, and then she's like. So the problem is, like, are you are you the king of or Israel not. or not? Or not? Like, <laughs> what are you? What are you? She's like, last time I thought I married the king. Did, did I not? Right. Yo, honestly, yeah. girl was a thug. Okay. Like, she looks like one of them people that mm-hmm. would like pistol with somebody for dropping sugar on the floor. Like, you gonna waste my sugar? Like, she was bad. Jezebel was a straight G. Okay, she was a G. She was a G. Facts. So when she saw her husband at behaving like that, she was like, you know what? I'm going to handle it. I'm going to handle it. Let me do this. Like, Since I do I've everything gotta else. got to do everything. <laughs> She's like, I got to handle everything else anyway. Because if you read, if you read, you'll see all this stuff Jezebel has been doing. So yeah. she's like, you know what? <laughs> Let me just handle this for you. Okay. Facts. 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 And that's what we're saying, like. It's important that your partner speak life into you. It's important for them to encourage you. But that's not the, what's happening here. She's no. not encouraging she's not, him. She's mm-hmm. not saying, oh, honey, come, let's pray about it. Let's find you another vineyard. You know, let's make this she's happen. She's making either. it happen in a completely but, different way. Right, right, right. So now she is like, yo, you know what? I'm going to handle this. Mm-hmm. So she goes now. She plots her scheme with some illegal business that's going on. Right. She goes to the town where Naboth is. Right. She gets them to have this whole fake lying court proceeding. And then they decide to stone the man to death. Stone him to death. Right. Right. And now she comes back (laughs) inside, catwalking and everything. She come back to the throne room. I imagine her being like Olivia Pope. Yeah. It's handled. (laughs) He's dead. She's like, you can go get your vineyard because he's He's dead. dead. With attitude, everything. I'm like, dang, girl, you ain't gonna do all that. <laughs> so Jezebel now, is something else. Now Ahab skips down to the garden, happy as ever, because now he's getting a whole vineyard. Right. He meets one of the baddest men in the Bible, Elijah. Uh-huh. Elijah was like, so you coming down here skipping and everything? I'm gonna tell you what God told me to tell you. He said he would take you out. <laughs> Period. <laughs> God said he will take you out. Right. And now Ahab is like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Dude start bawling, crying, tearing his clothes. Oh my Lord, forgive me, Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Doing all the most. And God was like, you know what? I saw that you were sincere, so I ain't going to do it to you. But you see your kids after this. 
I'm going to wreak havoc on them. Now, his trifling way. so much in the Bible. See, I don't like that. They be messing with the future generations. Y'all messing with y'all children when y'all do y'all trifling deeds. Stop doing that. We trying to live and have our future out here. (laughs) We trying to do what we got to do to survive. Oh, God. We have problems of our own. Now we're going to deal with your problems. Okay, but he repented. (laughs) <laughs> but he wouldn't be our point you know our point is he wouldn't be in this situation right if he had made a wiser choice who, who in who to make his partner yeah so the answer to your question is yes because it yeah. can go way south when you don't make the right choice and, and ahab and jezebel they had you know they both they both met their demise shortly afterwards like they yeah they were not good people yep and the Bible. she was bringing him down yeah, but also too, just like the reputation that she has, like it lives on today. To this day, we use to that word. <laughs> to this day, like that little Jezebel. Jezebel. <laughs> you, you did like she. She's literally a person who is notorious in the Bible and also lives on today. I remember her mm-hmm. legit had Elisha, who was like one of the wickedest men in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And wickedest, when I say wickedest, I mean like he is like legit, like the toughest prophet. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. I mean, a wicked in a good way. It is. Okay. <laughs> right. So he's one of the wickedest men in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And she had him running and hiding, pleading to God, asking God, like, yo. True. Take me. Like, take my I'm like, didn't right. you just slay a whole bunch of people like a while ago? Right. Didn't you just, ha- like, you have the whole, you had the, you had God's power backing you. Mm-hmm. And this girl threatened you. Yeah. That she was, and that's and how bad she was. She was bad. She That's was how bad. bad. She was. She had men of God fearing her. Okay. Facts though, <laughs> and can you look at the contrast between the the roles women play in the Bible mm-hmm. and what the role that she played? True, true. Because we normally, you know, women take a back seat. Sure. In the Bible. No voice. You barely hear anything about them. But right. now, but as a queen, she had more power than yeah. the average woman, and she yeah. definitely used it. She was like, because Ahab seems like he was ready to let her handle stuff. Ahab was like. <laughs> I don't have to be a... She was like, since I gotta be the queen and the king up in here. <laughs> she was like, I'll handle it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, honestly, that, that shows you because not only did she influence him to do bad stuff, mm-hmm. but also she brought her idol worshiping, mm. her fornication, or her, her, the love for sex. Yes. Monotheism was not even in her little thing. Like, she didn't even believe in that. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just, like, strictly, yo, pagan right. gods. And now Ahab, with his stupid self, yeah. he now starts worshiping and observing her idols. His choice of partner affected his life. Exactly. In a great way. Mad, 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 mm-hmm. mad way. Yep. So we have to be careful, guys. So our main point is that who we marry... Mm-hmm. Who we decide to spend our lives with, who we decide to date, whatever it is, yes. it's very, very important mm-hmm. that we are consulting God on this yes. because not only can it affect us um, mentally, mm-hmm. physically, but spiritually, spiritually, it can be very detrimental. Right. Yep. Exactly. Now we want to move to another story. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of touching on the same issue the choice that this young man made as well. Okay, <laughs> so this story is in Ugh. Judges. Now, side note on the book of Judges. Yo. You want to read it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this story is from the chapter of number 16, okay? Judges 16. Yeah. We're going to talk about Samson and Delilah. Yeah. But side note, 
you read need, the book of Judges. You need to. Okay. You need to read the whole book of Judges. It's not long. I think it's about like, what, 21? I don't remember how many chapters. It's not, y'all, it's not long. But I promise you, you need to when read it. we were reading it together, we're like, oh my gosh, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Everything you want Everything. is in the Bible. Is in, and Everything. half of it's in Judges, okay? Everything. If you want espionage, assassination attempts, Everything. it's in Judges. Faithfulness. Um, stupidity. <laughs> Yo, everything is in Judges. Read the book of, read the book of Judges. Yeah. Read it, please. It's a historical account of, you know, the different judges, um, over time. Yeah. But the things they went through is really incredible. But and anyway. It, yep. Samson and Delilah. Samson and Delilah. That's our next relationship. That's our next couple we want to focus on. Yeah. Okay? So. Oh my gosh. We have a few Yo, points to make about Samson. I've been dying to talk about this dude for a very long time. Yeah? Because dude is... <laughs> He gets on my nerves, y'all. Samson gets on your nerves? He gets on my nerves. He okay. gets on my nerves. Let's go point by point. Okay, okay. so point number one. First of all, mm-hmm. the relationship like like Ahab and Jezebel, they were unequally yoked. Okay. Like, you are dealing with people who are legit worshiping idols, True. You did. Yeah. Like when you have so many different beautiful women who are who have the same beliefs mm-hmm. and who but nah. Yeah, he went somewhere else seeking Nah. Right. She was fine. Oh yeah, she got hips, she got curves. <laughs> oh yeah, she got that long I'm hair. I'm sure she was. She was a Becky. I'm sure she was because she had his attention. My problem at that point is just all through life God has shown you. Like as Samson, God has shown you that you are special. You're chosen. He's given you these special. abilities. And therefore, your choices, I mean, they they, they affect have- the nation, honestly. Like, not just your life, but, you know, he's he's put you up on this pedestal. And, right. And he decided that he still wanted to pursue, pursue this, this particular relationship. relationship. Right. Right. Now, he, here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. What you just said. Yeah. You have a calling on your life, mm-hmm. right? This is something that that legit. This is what you would call peculiar. Like, mm-hmm. like y- your gift is so different. Yeah. It's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yo, you shouldn't be out here just hanging with anybody, right? But if only we each thought of ourselves like that—that that God has called us for a purpose, that God has a plan for our life, and that the person we choose can help break or meet that plan. Yeah. What yeah. if we what if we viewed it like that? But we should be viewing it like we that. We should be viewing it like that. And we that's our be. point number one for Samson and Delilah. Yeah. Point number two is we know that Samson did not trust Delilah. Why do we know that? Because he lied to her about the power of his strength. He did not. And why trust he her. knew he had to lie. He did. What's a relationship without trust? Girl, he he didn't listen to last week's podcast. Trust <laughs> issues. Trust issues. He did not. Okay. He did trust issues with her. Because imagine this girl asks you, yo, what can I, what, what, how can you lose your strength? Why are you so strong, Samson, baby? Right, baby. (laughs) Hold on. Baby, what makes you so strong, babe? Why is she Southern? (laughs) (laughs) She just sound like a Southern girl. (laughs) You know what? Mm-hmm. Brushing his hair. Yeah, she was playing out of Yeah, yeah. Samson is oh, like, oh, 
he he's all mesmerized by his by her touch. Mm-hmm. He's over here daydreaming mm-hmm. about what he gonna do. But you see, you, you this is our tip. You shouldn't fall for stuff. Whew, don't fall for the sweet nothings. They whisper in your ear. Mm-hmm. Guard your heart. You better guard. And definitely don't fall for the out, outward appearance only. Yeah. Don't fall for the outer beauty only. And that goes for both, 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 both parties, women and men. Yeah. Like, don't just look for the guy who is in a nice suit, who is tall, dark, and handsome, if that's your cup of tea, mm-hmm. or tall, chalk no white chocolate if that's your (laughs) cup of tea whatever it is yeah don't just fall for that Mm -hmm. like you're supposed to be looking at character you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be looking at integrity you're supposed to be looking at every all of those things like don't just let that abs fool you girl because that boy probably sucking in his stomach oh wow (laughs) it's not what it seems it's not what it seems and guys don't go for just the pretty face yes you dig like it, it 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 just it's not worth it. Right. You need to look for substance. So you should be able to trust that person with your heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which brings us to number three. So not only did he not trust her, but he ignored the multiple red flags because she didn't try once. He told her, he lied to her about what the secret of his strength was, and then she tried to use it on him. And so he stays. Three times. <laughs> Three times. But before we forget that the Bible is really about us, we be be ignoring red flags too. We do. (laughs) Be like, Lord, give me a side. The Lord doesn't give us three sides. The Lord is like, you know what, girl? I'm tired of you. (laughs) Lord, just let me know if if he's not the one for me. And the Lord is like, he's not the one, boo. Like, what you said? Huh? Huh? I didn't hear you. The car was passing. What you say, Lord? He's not the one. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to just try it. I'm going to try it, though. I'm going to try it, though. <laughs> I'm going to try it. And Lord, the Lord is what, like... What do you want me to do with this? I've given you... Really? I've spoken. <laughs> don't... We're saying don't ignore red flags, guys. Yeah. You feel them. You do. You yeah. really feel them. We, and we know. You sometimes know. Sometimes we know. And sometimes we legit hear from God. Like, I have heard from God as it relates to relationships. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what, God... I mean... Is it really him, though? Is it really him, though? Is that what he meant? Because you didn't really specify how... Like, you didn't give me a name. Like, you didn't really say this person's name. And so I'm just like, if you didn't say a name, then it can't be him. So I'm just like, (laughs) okay, whatever. You know? But but honestly, like, we know... We see the signs. We know what we're looking for. We see certain traits that are not Christ-like. And we're just like, but I can change him. I can love him. Right. Girl... You was not Jesus. Boy, you was not Jesus. Exactly. Those things are only going to be magnified in the future. Yeah. Only going to be magnified. Don't ignore the red flags. Please don't be like Samson and ignore the red flags. Right. Because Samson was just all mesmerizing this girl's beauty. Well, you see. Caught up. That brings me to point number four, which I must put a disclaimer on it because it's not there in the scriptures. But this is between the verses for a reason. Because my between the verse analysis of this mm, is mm, that. Mm. Now, remember, this is not in the Holy Scripture. This is just my personal conjecture. But I'm using my imagination to say that <laughs> he might have been in a cookie jar, honestly. And when she was 
upset with him because she, she you know he had lied so much and he, knew. he was like oh i gotta tell her the truth this time or i might lose access to the cookie, cookie jar. jar now who's supposed to be mad in this in this instant now she is legit running a whole mind game because she's a spy. mind you yeah she's a spy. mind you you are the one who's trying to take dude's strength and you're mad because he didn't tell you what's going on and you are so crazy. You're so caught up in this girl. Like, you're, you're so blinded by this girl that you think that how she feels right now is valid because you lied to her and you're worried that... You're not worried about the fact that she's trying to take your strength away or she's trying to That's what I'm saying. I think he's hair. worried about access to the cookie jar because he's up there eating cookies he's going to be eating. Girls, I'm oatmeal cookies, girl. Um, All I'm saying is, diabetes. point number four, be careful. Because access to the cookie jar be having you doing crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. First of all, you shouldn't be putting your hand in no cookie jar anyways. And if you don't know what we're talking about... Go to, do, go to your timetable. You're too young for this. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking we're about... We're using euphemisms, but honestly... I mean, that's just me personally. I mean, they was laid up at night and, he, you know, she was... You know, she was probably caressing him, like we said, playing on his hair. And I think mm-hmm. he got kind of scared that, like... If I don't do what she wants, I'm going to lose this. And he was being controlled by her beauty and the things that aren't important. And then probably yeah. by her physical essence, too. Yeah. She probably like was like, oh, Samson, you know you're strong. you my strong mind, Samson. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, Samson. What was he thinking? But that's our whole point. Yeah. Samson, we we look at him, we laugh. We're like, okay, why did he do this three times? He's he's such he's such a fool. But put yourself in this story and we think about the times the time. that you might have compromised or traded your God given gift or promise yeah. or future plan because yeah. for what you traded it for something for something silly facts or even just ourselves with just temptations exactly. overall. Like how many times have we fell? in a hole where we're constantly doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And God is like, yo, I pulled you out like six times. Like, what's up, dude? Right. You don't see the red flags. You don't see it. (laughs) Like you just legit just walked in the same place. I just pulled you out of. And we are so used to what, how it makes us feel. Mm -hmm. Right. How the, 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 the sin makes us feel that we're just like, yo, this is too good. I just can't. I want to stay here just, a little while. Yeah, I just need to. Beauty. <laughs> I need to get in that cookie jar. I need to get in that cookie jar. <laughs> and, and we are just so caught up in mm-hmm. the feeling. Yes. That we are neglecting what is happening. Like death is at our door. Mm-hmm. And we don't see this. Yes. Because we are so caught up in what how good it feels exactly and, and in relationships that's, feel. that's dangerous because we've already stated how important your choice of spouse is yeah choice of partner is mm-hmm. so let's learn our lesson let's learn our lesson from samson and delilah and you know you see at the end of of chapter 16 that he pays the ultimate price now yes he you know he surrendered back to christ and everything yes. but he did pay the ultimate price I mean, in order to fulfill his his mission in life and overcome that yeah. nation he had to give his life yeah, and that's that shows you how merciful God is too. Like He mm-hmm. legit, He legit tells us something, and because we go because we go contrary to His will, mm-hmm. now we have to allow ourselves to go through the consequences yeah. of He's the merciful. decisions that we exactly. He gives forgiveness, but He believes in consequences. He does because He believes in choice, so He has to exactly follow through with consequences. Exactly, He is not a God who's going to tell us no, mm-hmm. you go here, no, you go there. No, he gives us choices. Mm-hmm. And when we make our choices, we cannot blame him for it. I see so many times people make their choices mm-hmm. and then they're like, God, why did you let me do this? Oh, 
You um first of all, <laughs> he gave you 10,000 warnings not to do that, but because you have a choice, mm-hmm. he can't see it through. He he can, but he he's going to allow you to do what you got to do. Exactly. But you have to know that yo there's consequences. Exactly. And whatever decisions you you going to make, you won't have to live with it. Mm-hmm. I always tell my clients that. Mm-hmm. You can do what you won't do, but there are consequences. But there are consequences. So don't ignore those red flags. And since we have talked about the red flags, I think our next relationship, our next couple shows you the things you do want to see. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go back, travel backwards and go to Genesis. Yes. And in the 29th chapter, Mm -hmm. you'll see someone named Jacob. Yes. And this dude legit is literally mm-hmm. just drooling over this woman that mm-hmm. the bible describes as mm-hmm. gorgeous drop dead gorgeous yeah. his wife rachel says she was curvy and everything. that girl was everything <laughs> miss israel everything <laughs> miss israel she was she was everything right yeah. and and he literally was mesmerized but from the first time right. he saw her mm-hmm. right Right. And so he's like, yo, I gotta get this chick. He said, I have to have her. And so Laban was like, all right, work seven years. And we know that Jacob loved Rachel because he was like, okay. I... And now, he knew he wasn't going to get to marry her until the end of, of the, the seven, seven years. years. But dude was like, okay. He was like, all right, that's I'm how working. much I want her. And dude is legit out here working, right. working, 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 nonstop. And in verse 20, it says that for him, it only felt like a few days seven years a few days seven years felt like a few days now that's love he was in love that's that's love (laughs) that's love that's (laughs) yo that's that's love like Mm -hmm. can you imagine just like working working for seven years and then you're like no it's just a few days for me right that's how strong my love is that's how strong my love is (laughs) oh my goodness yo it personally is it personally said it personally said was back then I don't know if it's birthday. If you know, you know. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, so. So, yeah, we're saying, you know, yes. women carry yourselves like you're worth waiting for. And men do the work. Yes. Earn her. Yes. Keep earning her. And know that She's you. She's noticing that. Yes. And know that you are valuable. Like, if mm. know that you are valuable. Know yeah. your worth. And don't accept anything less. Right. That's what it is. Right. And don't. Don't if compromise. I, if a guy can't see that, then bounce. <laughs> so if a guy comes up to you and he's offering less, just say it's a no for me. It's a no for me. It's a no for me. <laughs> just say it's a no for me. Yeah. But, you know, know your worth. Yeah. Facts. And that, that was one of the tips. We, we included this story because we felt like we wanted to tell... Um, every we wanted to tell women know your worth, and we also wanted to tell men um, in in, the in, the, in the dating world do yeah. the work, yeah, earn yeah. earn her, and then also keep earning her, which this Jacob totally had to do because he was tricked yes. and had to and actually married and consummated the marriage with Leah, yes, the older sister, and then had to work seven more years. years. Wow. For the woman that he loves. For the woman that he really loved. You know? And he got her. Mm -hmm. But to show you the type of man that he is, Mm -hmm. he stayed 
and still completed the 70 years. Right, because he, yeah, he said, okay, well, I'm not, we're not waiting. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I did my time. I'm going to do my yeah, The Bible says that <laughs> he told Laban that, you know, I'm done with the seven years. After the first seven years, he said, I'm done with this. I'm done with the seven years. And I want to go on into, go in unto her. Let me go into my wife. He no, said, let me let go, me go in. on into my wife. <laughs> he said, let me go in unto her. That's King James yes. Version. Yes. Which me means, go in unto her. if you know what it means, you know what it means. If you don't, <laughs> go study your timetables. That is so funny to me. Let to me go f- in unto her. And so you are That's some of our problems today. Some we of wanna us go be in going in unto me. <laughs> don't. How you gonna tell that man? Don't be going in unto people too early. You heard me? One love nation. Don't go in unto people. Listen to Camille. Too early. You know it's funny? Dude legit. Looked at that man and said, yo, I'm going in onto your daughter. I know. that was That's so weird. That was foul. <laughs> go look that man in the eyes and tell him, you about to go in onto his Let daughter. Let go in onto your daughter. Like, first of all, who are you talking to? That my child. Oh, oh my God. Yo, that was wild. I just like that phrase. King James Version never lets me down. That's King James Version does the most. <laughs> they do the most. Go in unto her. <laughs> right. So, yes, um, he really put in the work, especially for that second set of seven years. Yeah. You know, and so our message again is women know your worth. Yes, know your worth. And I, and I, and I, you know, it's funny because even today I was actually with a client and I was saying to, I was saying, hey, do not let anybody tell you what you are, like what you value, mm-hmm. right? What your value don't is. Don't determine. Don't let them determine what your value is, mm-hmm. right? Because, say for instance, right, you go into a store, yeah, right, and I'm the store owner, mm-hmm. and I'm selling, um, I'm selling a a phone. Mm-hmm. You dig? I'm selling it for a thousand dollars because that's what I feel like it's worth. Okay. You dig? Mm-hmm. You you come in the store, you're like, I ain't paying a thousand dollars for that. That's worth a hundred dollars. And in my head, I'm like, I. Right, then go somewhere else then. Right. Because I'm not, I'm not changing my price for this. Right. Because guess what? If you allow people to determine your value, your worth, mm-hmm. they're going to give you less than. You always. know what I mean? They Every don't time. always give you what you are worth. They don't want to bargain. They're going to ball your price down. Mm-hmm. You dig? And so, there's a lot of guys out here that are <laughs> driving the price down and you letting them go in unto you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not willing to pay full price. Exactly. Okay? That's what I'm saying. That's my point. So so if you if you don't determine what you are worth and then allow your and stick with it, man. Don't let anybody tell you anything differently. If you feel like you're all that and a bag of chips, you better believe that you're all that and a bag of chips. Walk like you're all that and a bag of chips. And don't let anybody tell you that you are Kool-Aid when you out here being ocean spray. <laughs> No, period. <laughs> no, I'm, right. I, I, I'm really and truly passionate about this. Right. Because you, too many times you see people out here allowing people to tell them, oh, you are this, oh, you are that. Mm-hmm. And people start embedding these thoughts in their heads. Yeah. And now they're believing these things, not knowing that, yo, Christ tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Like, stop letting people tell y'all foolishness and believe in that foolishness. Right. Did it? Exactly. Know your worth. Know your know, worth. Know how much you're worth and stick with that. Don't let anybody determine right. your value. And I know I was being a little bit sexist earlier, but men, know your worth too. 
but know your worth, but also know that women want to feel valued, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well. yeah. Okay. All right. So women, we're not skipping you when it comes to action, though. Okay. Facts. Taking action <laughs> on your part. It is the 21st century, after all. So our next couple is Boaz and Ruth. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to want to read Ruth. It's four chapters. Simple. You can handle it. And you know, none of the chapters, chapters, I think every single chapter is like 20-something. A few verses, right. 20-something verses. You can do it in less than 20 minutes. Right, right. So recap on Ruth. You know that her husband died and she decided to go to the land where, you know, her mother-in-law was traveling to. So she yeah. could have done her own thing and like found her, a new husband. But she yeah. found a new faith with that family when she married into it. And then she just decided to go with Naomi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, first of all, Naomi's like, yo, you young, fresh, and green. Like, go go live your life, girl. Live your best life. Go marry somebody else. And she was like, nah. Nah, I'm going to stay with you. I'm, I'm chilling with you. Yeah. You know? So, not only was she was she a good woman, mm-hmm. but she, she, she wasn't about the hype life. She wasn't about all that. Right. You know? Right. So, so, she was in the field doing work. So, they can eat. Right. So, that right? they could eat. Right. And that allowed Boaz... To notice her. To notice her. Right. Not only Boaz, but I think I think she was she was noticed, right, mm-hmm. by most of the people there. Yeah. Like she had a reputation for being a noble, hard working woman. Mm-hmm. Like she was recognized for that. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So ladies, we are saying that you need to be out here doing the work so you can be noticed as that woman who is hard working. That, that's my point. Mm-hmm. What Camille is talking about is a whole different story. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you need to be out here having reputations of a hard-working, noble woman with integrity that people can be like, yo, you see that girl over there? Fam, if you don't marry that girl, you dumb. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with you, though. I do agree with you. Yeah. I just want to take it a step further. Go ahead. And say that mm-hmm. women can... Make a first move. Or, I've said this before on previous episodes, you could put yourself in his vicinity. That's how I'm much saying. vicinity she... She was working in his field. How she was working in his field. And then she was listening to her elders, which is my other point. Listen yeah. to those people around you. She was listening to her elders, and she went up in there, and she laid at his feet. She put herself in his vicinity. No. And I'm saying... I mean, I'm saying it a little facetiously, but I'm, I'm being, being real. Like, real you can facts. put yourself... In someone's vicinity, not that you have to make the first move or ask them out or propose. I'm not saying that. I'm now you saying. said something about <laughs> listening to your elders. Yeah, that's that's. You know, it's crazy, guys. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. that that statement is very profound, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. We need to. We need to. We need to sometimes listen to our elders. They have good advice. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes it can be radical, like too radical. I just think it's the sometimes we're thrown off by the delivery. Yeah. That our elders approach us with sometimes. Yes. Yeah. But if we can legit just sit back, put self behind, and dissect some of the information that we're given, mm-hmm. we can learn a lot from them. And yes. I and I don't think that we should be we should be like turned off mm-hmm. by the by the delivery sometimes. But also older folks, come on, man, work on this, man. Do you want them to work on their delivery? Yes, man. <laughs> we are in a different. We are in a different generation. We're in a different, different generation. People ain't trying to hear, no, come at me, bro. If you come at us sideways, people are going to get defensive. have a reaction. We have to learn how to, we have to learn how to meet people where they are. Right? Especially when we are trying to bring people to Christ. We cannot just be like, ah, ah, no, you ain't. 
it's not working anymore. <laughs> it's really not. Like everybody hey. is finding themselves. People are getting more and more defensive, more and more like people mm-hmm. don't want to hear that. So I believe that one, we can learn from our elders. Let us not dismiss um, what they have to say because of how they say it. But also older people learn how to deliver whatever you have, whatever, whatever message you, that right. you have, you know, like we, of course we can learn from you guys, but yeah. we, but we, but we want to be, be able to receive it with an open, loving heart. Yes. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Ruth and Boaz, we chose them as the couple because, you know, Boaz was protecting her from the time that she was gleaning in his field. Yeah. Um, he had that protective instinct, instinct and he obviously saved that family unit. So he was protective. And then Ruth as well um, yeah. presented herself yeah. um, well. And then she also put herself in his vicinity, mm-hmm. friend. I know you don't like that part, but. Go ahead, Ruth, girl. <laughs> If it's your cup of tea, sip, sip, you can put yourself, you can make the first move, okay? Yeah. All right. So our final tip for <laughs> relationships or ra- rather this one is kind of specific to committed relationships and marriages, yeah. but this is your, you know, you guys are partners. Yeah. So once you found that person, once you're in that serious committed relationship or you are married, this is your partner. Be connected, be involved be interested you are partners in everything we just you know at the beginning of the episode we said this is the most important one of the most important decisions you'll make in your life this partner is now you and you are them yeah the bible says you're one exactly so we're gonna go again to genesis Mm -hmm. so the beginning 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 of things 218 right we talked about when god created adam and he decided that yo like uh uh-uh I'm going to create a helpmate for this dude mm-hmm. who's suitable. Suitable, suitable help, helper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and looking at that, you know, he he went into some some specific information, right? She's a helpmate. They're going to become one. Mm-hmm. He should leave his, his mother and his father and cling to his wife. Mm-hmm. All of those different type of things. Right. Right. And so it shows you like, yo, like not only are you guys going to be you know, helping each other and being in there for the long haul. But you are also supposed to be like, hey, this is your life partner. Mm-hmm. You dig? This is the person who you're supposed to be running to. Not your mom, not your dad. Like <laughs> this is, and I'm, this is, I'm not even trying to. The partner you've chosen. Is this is the partner you you've chosen. Mm-hmm. This is who you're supposed to go to. You ever wonder what, this, this might be off off um off track but you ever wonder like what adam felt when he saw eve for the first time like like after after after... god created her oh that was before his eyes were open before he noticed he was naked is what you're saying no no no. oh yeah 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 before sin before no before sin i mean like god just closed him up put flesh back on his rib and stuff and yeah and he you know and he saw eve and he was like wow (laughs) this girl is gorgeous my, like I, just I see you got for hooking me up with this. You're the real OG, Mike. I just imagine them like just spending so much good old time in the yeah. garden and everything, which leads us to. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. were spending time together, and then one day they weren't. Yeah, which means I, I mean, I mean, okay, we might, we may be, 
Mm-hmm. We may be dragging this a little bit. Yeah, we're exaggerating. When it comes to, it comes to <laughs> not spending time with your partner. We're exaggerating. But we just saying, just look at what we looking at. Just see what we see. Right, but it, I mean, the Bible doesn't give us a lot of details. It doesn't. So we're using our imagination. But obviously, there was a moment in time where Adam allowed Eve to get so far that she's out here getting hustled by a snake. And Eve, girl, what were you doing talking to a snake? Why were you talking to snakes? Why was you straying so far from your partner? Right. You remember you remember the the, the um the verse we read in, in, in I think it was the first or second Corinthians when it talked about um like if you are fasting that you should like, you know, mm. maybe You can take a break from Fast from intimacy, and, yes, but don't but do you, it too long because that's how the enemy attacks yes. the marriage, right? Yes, and mm-hmm. I looked at it and I'm like, yo, though this is not talking about intimacy, yeah, it it legit can happen to where you and your partner is like Aren't connected, maybe right, not connected, mm-hmm. are distant, and mm-hmm. now you have allowed the enemy to swoop in to sweep in. It doesn't have to be necessarily what sex or it could be different it could be so many different factors mm-hmm. emotional cheating right. um just being just a whole bunch of right being connected to each other we're saying be intentional and be diligent about your connecting to each other because you are partners in everything don't yep. allow life to get in the way of things where you're not nurturing your your um bond to each other because you're supposed to be one yeah and when that's severed bad things can happen yeah and this is the married people you know, it's, it's, I, I, I truly believe that, you know, I take, I hold married, oh my, I say this all the time, but I truly admire healthy marriages, healthy relationships. And I truly believe that when God has placed a man and a woman together, that once he's a center, like there's nothing that can come between those two people. They might face hardships. Mm-hmm. They might face trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, because it is found in God and the, the God is the, the, the ultimate foundation, right? it never crumbles. Mm-hmm. You know? And and for people who are out here nurturing your marriages, nurturing your relationship, I salute you. And who is keeping God to, at the forefront, I salute you. Mm-hmm. Right, so we threw it back to the very, very, very first couple mm-hmm. in the Bible to just say, I want I want everyone to know that we're not saying it in a cliche surface way. Like That's... we're saying every day cling to each other. Mm-hmm. Because there's, ev- there's a lot of things in life vying for your attention and it can neglect you from the attention you should be giving to your partner yeah. in a committed relationship or in a marriage. And that means, like, everyday things. Like, are you in constant, like, are you communicating? Do you know how their day was? I mean, like practical little things. Do you know what's bothering them at work? Do you know what they're going through? Are you checking on them just saying hi because? Do you know um, what they're currently into? Do you know what they're reading? Do you know, just things like that. Just, just, just checking on your partner, man. Right, like just knowing, being so connected to them that when something's off, you know. Yeah. Facts. I think we let life get in oh the way. Gosh. Even before marriage, sometimes we let life, you know, get in the way and and we lose that. Facts. Imagine imagine having close friends mm-hmm. and you can know like, yo, what's wrong? Like you good? Right. Like, you know, I can I can right. when it comes to like I could see annoyance on your face. Like I can see what she's like, Oh, I'm annoyed. Right. <laughs> I would, you don't have to say anything, but I can see it. Right. Can you imagine having a partner, like a life partner? 
that when you answer the phone, he's not seeing your face, but when he answers your phone, the, the phone, he knows like, honey, what's wrong? Right. Like, you're like, you I'm off good. Today. Now I'm good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you're not good. What's going on? Talk to me. You did. Like, that's like, supposed to be the person. That's supposed to that be you're clinging the to. person. And sometimes we don't cling. If you're married, you need to, if you, whatever you need to do to, to, to revive your marriage, you better start doing date nights. You better start going back to, there's this thing in therapy called looking back, looking forward. Mm-hmm. And it is basically trying to help couples to look at, Hey, what made you fall in love with this person? Right. What exactly drew you to this person? Mm-hmm. And is that, is that same, do you still see that person that you f- you fell in love with the first time mm. you actually saw that person or the first time you have declared your love for that person reminding you what yes. was mm-hmm. and if you still see that person there what can your partner do or what can you do to rekindle that that yeah 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 so and so now i use that technique <laughs> when i was in, in in school yeah but also i'm dropping gems on you guys start this I'm giving you free therapy lessons, free therapy sessions. I'm not even charging you for that. We're going to start a Patreon so y'all can, you know, but it is looking back, looking forward. Yeah. What, what, what drew you to your, what drew you to your partner? Mm-hmm. What can you do to revive it? Can it be revived? Can it be revived? Mm. Right. Yeah. Do you need, do you think you need to work on it? And if you're in a Christian relationship, you should be fighting. You I'm said you should what? You should be fighting. You should be fighting for your fighting marriage. Fighting for it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fighting for it. Fighting for it to work. Fighting to rekindle it. And if it, you find in difficulties, you need to be on your knees mm-hmm. in prayer. Right. Right. Facts. I agree. I agree. I just don't want... I think our point there was just cling to each other. Yeah. And don't don't let any space get in because... For anything The else. enemy creeps in. Time, you know... Y'all talking to when snakes. When that space is there... <laughs> We just we just can't allow you that. You start straying, getting hustled by snakes. Walking you know? in the garden by bring yourself. In, bring in the downfall of humanity. Bad things happen. That's what I'm right. saying. Now all of us <laughs> suffering because y'all choose to be separated from each other. Well, that, that's, that's not it. Neither here nor there. We're just saying stay connected, guys. Stay, stay connected. connected. Don't, don't, you know, don't trivialize it to the point where, you know, one day you look up and you're like, wait, how did we get, get so here. far apart from yeah. each other? You know, yeah. it doesn't just happen. It's, it doesn't just happen. It's continued choices mm-hmm. over time that make you look up one day and be far when it needs to be a daily choice. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, we have one more yes. relationship to look at in the Bible. Yes. And, and that's our relationship, our relationship. with Christ. Exactly. It's that's, what the Bible is all about. Yeah. It's the greatest love story ever mm-hmm. told. The yeah. fact that our Lord and Savior came here. And died to, you know, died for us. Yep. It is showing us how, what love truly looks like. Mm -hmm. What love truly looks like. This is a person who legit is running after us and we are running from them. That is what love That is love is. Somebody who is madly in love with us. And sometimes we're just like, I don't want to talk to you today. Like, I want to talk to or do whatever. Like, I want to just, I don't want to talk to you today. And, and he's, he's like, but I want to talk waiting, to you. Still there waiting for you to realize. You know? Yeah. You're talking to him. He's like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you hang. That's legit what the love of Christ is. He right. is constantly, the Bible says, 
he is faithful even when we ain't faithful. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a love story where they stood at the foundation of the universe and knew that we were going to mess up and we're still like, no, but I love them. I, want, I still want to make them. I still want them to yeah. be here even though they're going to mess up and then we'll save them. Like, and, and redeem them. Then he them. says, yo. They could have just been like, ah, my life, eh, my you know, let's start over. Yeah. God is like, first of all, I'm not going to send my son down here for y'all trifling ways. He could have done that. <laughs> Right, but he, he would have died that. for just you. But the love that he has for us. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm going to send my only son. And he's going to save all y'all from y'all trifling ways. <laughs> Why are we having trifling, friend? Because we is. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely trifling. But for real, Jesus is the key. He is the key. And so even as we pursue our friendships in life, our relationships, as we navigate the treacherous dating world mm. and as we Mercy. pursue marriage and and also within marriage you have to submit to god yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so we are saying that if you're dating mm-hmm. seek the counsel of god yes. right and yes. also not only seek it but listen guys you cannot be asking god for something and you're not listening boo Right, right. Listen. So listen. And if you are married, you know, allow God to be the foundation. Allow God to be in the midst of your marriage. Allow him to restore, to revive, to do all that he can do. Especially if you feel as if there's no turning point. Mm-hmm. Right. If you feel as if there's nothing that can be resolved mm-hmm. or salvaged. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you have to allow him to work because yep. it's about it's above you it's above it's above you now it's above you now <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> so we wanted to touch on some relationships in the bible to show that you know that's what that's what between the verses is about that there's stuff in the bible for us so we wanted to yeah. make sure that you knew that even within the month of relationship talk um within the love zone there were still yeah. love lessons that couples in the bible could show us and, you know, we want you to go read those stories. Yes. But there's all, there's other couples, you know, um, Joseph, Mary, Abraham and Sarah, Hosea and Gomer. I mean, there's so many people, Hosea so many couples in Gomer. the... I know, Damn. right? There's so many couples in the Bible that we can learn um, principles of love with yes. or love from. So, And we want... Guys, we gave you all of the verses where they're found. Please go and read them. You are not going to be disappointed. I promise you, all these stories... Are mad good. Yeah, they're good. So if good. If you read between the verses, they will always be good. Always be good. And don't forget to plug yourself into the scripture and allow yourself to be just overtaken by just how good God is. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, friend, you want to pray about our relationships? Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. All right, let us pray. Okay. Father, we are so grateful for your loving kindness and your tender mercies towards us. We're so grateful, O oh Heavenly Father, that you are constantly guiding us to through relationships, through friendship, and helping us navigate our way through just making these decisions. We ask, O oh Heavenly Father, that the marriages and the relationships that are founded or that are built on you, we pray, O oh Heavenly Father, that you will constantly be in the midst. I pray, O oh Heavenly Father, that marriages that are struggling that you will revive them. I pray, O oh Heavenly Father, that people will allow you to just just do what you do as our Lord and Savior. We pray, O oh Heavenly Father, that you 
will allow us to trust you, O Heavenly Father. And thank you so much, O Heavenly Father, for sending your son to die for us because that is the ultimate relationship that we all should thrive for, to be in the in your midst, to be um, a part of your kingdom, just to, just to be loved by you, O Heavenly Father. So I pray, O God, that you allow us, Father, to continue to feel your warm embrace, to continue to feel your love and to be mesmerized by who you are and how faithful you are to us. Lord, we thank you so, so much because you love us so much. We thank you so much for your grace and your mercies. And we tell you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's a wrap on episode 12. That's a wrap on episode 12. So we have one more. Is it one more? Wow. One more installment. Yes, for for the love zone. Yeah, one more installment. You know what? This one... We're going to ask you guys, what do you want the last one to be? What do you want the last one to be? Okay, we're going to have to post it. Yes. And also, guys, I normally do a shout out at the end. Yes. Yeah? Uh Uh-huh. So this week, I want to shout out an amazing woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah? So this week, I want to shout out my co-host, Camille. What? Beauty. Wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) I did not condone this message. I did not approve this message. What is going on? Yes. So honestly, I I I know for a fact that this wouldn't be possible without you, um, and I thank you so so much for legit just like both of us like legit just spending time and spending hours on this, and also too guys I know that individually you if if you are my family members mm-hmm. I know that individually you are proud of me. But when you are sending your shout out, don't forget my co-host because she is an integral part of this. Mm. So when you are shouting me out, don't forget this queen over her. Oh, bro, I love don't. you too, friend. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> right. I'm going to cut that out the podcast. No. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this girl is crazy. You heard it. She's crazy. Oh, but no, thanks, facts friend. though. I love our time. I love the time we spend, you know, looking at the stories and yes. and growing in Christ together. I like we have it. so much fun together. Yes, doing this, just conversation in general, just spending time in the Word. You we tricked me. You. I was like, "Who should go shout out?" She didn't tell me about this. Don't worry about it, Frank. I had that all by my sleeve. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. That's a splat. That's a That's splat. splat right there. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. And on that note, (laughs) we love y'all. Bye, One Love Nation. Peace. Peace. Hey, One Love Nation. Thanks for listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. We love our listeners and hope you'll join us again next week. Please share the One Love, One Faith podcast And always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith.